Welcome to The Untrue Show. I'm Dana, and thank you for joining me on this episode. I am always so excited when I get ready to record, and I'm even more excited today because I'm in a different location. I am in Deer Valley, Utah at the Stein Erickson Lodge. Um, This is my first trip to Utah. I think it's the most snow I've ever seen in my life. I went skiing for the first time, and... It's just been a really fun experience. I'm actually here for a conference called, um, hosted by Media Post, and it is called the Email Insider Summit. So a lot of email marketers um, who do something like what I do have all gotten together to collaborate, to communicate, to learn from each other, to share. And it has honestly been the best experience so far connecting with other email marketers. And so based on that and where I am and what I'm doing, I decided that my topic this week is going to be on the importance of having a tribe. I sometimes forget how much I need people who do what I do, who are like me in a sense professionally, because you need to have that connection with people who get you and who get what you do and who understand it and who can commiserate with you celebrate and support so this whole conference is about all those things it's about getting together and I've run into so many people and it's really nice to just talk to them and not feel so alone I think a lot of times Working in digital, and especially in the scope that I do it, I'm not always working with someone who knows a lot about digital, um, and the the learning curve is steep sometimes. It's really hard to communicate the value of doing things a certain way, of getting it right, of, um, and, you know, doing best practices. I mean, I have a big challenge with trying to tell people, like, this is how it's supposed to be, this is how it's supposed to work, And convincing them to take that idea as opposed to just doing it whatever way they want to do it. That makes totally no sense when it comes to email communication. So I have just been, I feel like I've been in heaven. Um, I actually got a scholarship to come here through a tribe or group that I'm in on Facebook called Women of Email. And it's where all these women get together. And we talk about email, we talk about best practices, we talk about people doing it well, we talk about about mess ups and oopses. So I'm just really, I just feel like a big sense of gratitude. I was at a happy hour on the first night we got here, which was Sunday night. Um, And one guy was like, gosh, I feel like I don't deserve this. And I was like, you know what, I'm not putting that out in the universe. I totally deserve things like this, trips like this, opportunities like this. And looking ahead I'm not gonna deny that to myself because I deserve them I embrace them I'm grateful for them and I just want to have more of them so hopefully I'll have more cool opportunities like this going forward and I hope the same for everyone else I really think that we all need that community of people who just get us and even if it's not professional, I kind of started thinking about the idea for talking about how we need a tribe. Um, after I binge binge watched the show pose on, um, Netflix. So all of season one is on Netflix. And if you haven't seen pose, it's a really good show. Um, I, I feel like it's kind of hard to describe, but 
the theme that I like about Pose is the fact that it's about family. It's about community. It's about looking out for each other. It's about, you know, just just taking care of your people and people that are like you. Um, so it's essentially about New York City's African-American and Latino LGBTQ and gender nonconforming ballroom culture scene in the 80s. And then the season two is kind of more focused on the early 90s. And it's just this show that shows off the fashion and it just shows this kind of underground culture of people who who couldn't really find acceptance mainstream like they're not as accepted or loved as people who I guess don't identify with all those things so it's a show by Ryan Murphy I'm a big Ryan Murphy fan I love Nip Tuck um I like some of his other shows but I definitely would say like Nip Tuck has been the one I really watched the most and then I watched Glee in the earlier seasons and he was a creator on that one as well but I I like this show because it's not as I'd say sexualized as, as Nip Tuck was it's not as overt like that and it's more focused on the relationships and the communication and the community of the these people who you know have this underground family I would say the most striking moments that stand out without giving away any spoilers about the season is in the first episode where one of the boys is kicked out of his house because he's gay. His dad doesn't accept him. And he identifies, he goes and he becomes part of this house. And the houses are communities where you have a house mother who cares for you, feeds you, takes care of you, and you guys compete in these different um ballroom cultural scene so you kind of go into them and you vogue and you dance and you dress up it's a big fashion theme to it and I never knew anything about this culture so I feel a lot more in the know um and I also feel a lot more I don't know I don't know what's the feeling that I describe it I feel happy that they were all able to come together like the houses compete with each other but there's one show where one of the girls in the houses goes missing and all the houses come together to find her regardless of what they think of her regardless of how they feel about her because sometimes she rubs people the wrong way but they ultimately realize like we're a community all we have is each other and they all go out and look for her so that kind of thing really stood out to me and then the another scene that stood out was the last scene of season one where um they're all sitting around eating dinner and the song playing is love is a house by force mds uh and it's just talks about how they all love each other how they're all part of this house and how they're all sitting down to have dinner together and just talk and just be with each other so i think if you're a fan of the 80s music because it I mean literally like it hits every 80s song that I love like Anita Baker Angel was in there I want to say they had climax songs they had the time I mean the music was just spectacular I want to say I think Mercedes Boy was on there but yeah music is excellent and I highly highly recommend watching it if you're open-minded and you like shows about family and you want to learn I definitely think it was enlightening for me to see that this was happening and all these things were going on and that this community existed so yeah just made me think of the theme and that episode is what really inspired me to kind of get into this topic so when I talk about the importance of having the tribe I kind of identify like the four reasons why it's important but I'll talk through those again and say 
I think the first and foremost one is understanding. So as someone who works in digital marketing, I think it's difficult to sometimes feel understood or known. And it's difficult to use your ex like influence others with your expertise, because sometimes people just don't get it. And sometimes they're really set on doing things their way. So I relate it to really any space like I think nurses, they probably need a community for talking and commiserating with other nurses uh, because everybody's not going to understand what they do. They give a lot of themselves to care for others. And I think they need a tribe of other nurses, just like teachers need a tribe of other teachers. And that's one thing. My mom is a retired educator. And when I used to visit her at her school, they used to all be really tight knit and stick together. So I always think about that. I have never underestimated the power that comes with having that tribe of folks that get what I do and do what I do. Um, like I said, I'm in a couple of Facebook groups where I connect with other professionals like me. And it's really the most, some of the most sacred spaces on the internet for me because I learn so much from my peers in the group and also identify with them because sometimes we're having a similar experience, but we don't necessarily always have the place to outlet, uh, you know, let out about that or talk about that or come together about that. For instance, a lot of us, you know, we're marketing on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So we can all kind of get together to say, here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. Here's where we feel like we succeeded. Here's where we feel like we fell short and really just share those experiences with each other. Whereas other places, you won't get that same opportunity. Uh, another, the next, the next reason why it's important to have a tribe is I've kind of said this word before is just to commiserate so there's so many unique challenges that come along with every occupation and here at the email insider summit that I'm attending it's been so comforting to see that other marketers are having the same challenges that I'm facing a big issue with um, working in email marketing is data so for those of you guys who don't know anything about the space um, you know you have to opt-in to receive email communication and then those opt-ins and opt-outs have to be managed and if you opt out of something people can't keep sending you a message so that creates a big conundrum, a big challenge to know, like, how is that managed? How is that taken care of? How is that how is that kept clean? How is that kept separate from a really great database that you have where you're keeping all of your people? Um, I definitely think that it's valuable to share some of the issues that you have. Like, there was a one panel here that talked about the biggest mess ups that they made. And I get it. It's very, very stressful sending email communication and mistakes happen. It, it it definitely feels a lot more intense in the moment because I think in in this day and age, we get it. Like mistakes happen. There's sometimes challenges. I know one of the girls on the panel and I'm talking about talked about how they had an offer running in the, in the USA and then in Europe and, you know, in Europe, they use euros. So she didn't calculate the difference between the dollar amount and the euro amount and how that translated over. And this this email went out to all of Europe and the offer was wrong, but it was only for 24 hours. And when they finally caught it, it was it kind of passed the notice of sending out like a oops message so they just missed that boat and just made a mess up um the third reason I'm going to talk about is to celebrate so I think that you really need your tribe because 
they get the wins. Like some of the wins are not these big victorious mountains, but sometimes the win is I got this this team to not send their email in two hours and to understand that we need to spend a little bit more time on the content and send it in two days. So that's a little win, a small victory, but I think it's a victory worth noting. Um, for sure. It's like a victory worth noting and a victory worth acknowledging. And not everyone will understand that's something to celebrate. Like there's so many times where uh, ideas get pitched and totally ignored, thrown in the trash, thrown under the table. But the times when your ideas are actually accepted, leveraged, used and taken to the next level, they have to be celebrated. So I'd say celebration. Um, The last reason that you really need a tribe is support. So most importantly, I appreciate the support that comes from getting together with a group of peers just because it's like no other when you someone really gets you and you're known and they understand and they can say, gosh, I feel your pain because I've been there or I feel your pain because I am there. (laughs) It's there's no feeling like it. And I think sometimes I just need that support in order to feel reassured that I'm not just making things up or getting frustrated by stuff that's not that big of a deal or not a real thing because sometimes it can feel like that if you're working with a group of people and you're telling them like, Hey, let's not put the company name in the subject line. Cause the company name is the from name and they're very adamant about doing that you gotta just let the battle go I've, I've walked away from a lot of battles like that it's like you're just gonna do it your way anyway I've tried to lead you to the water you don't want to drink I can't make you so just understand and respect I'm not gonna win every battle and walking away and having that support for someone I can go to and say let me tell you about this little battle I had to walk away from and the person's like oh girl I get it I get it like that totally makes no sense and I feel the pain (laughs) like having that support is that there's really nothing like it um I try to guide groups in the right direction but again like they don't want to listen I've kind of got to the point where I've grown a lot and where I don't take it personally I'm like they just don't get it and I've tried my best here and I'm not as hurt by it and I can just kind of like shake it off like you know Mariah Carey's song shake it off walk away (laughs) move forward and just know that I'm really good at what I do regardless of if someone else wants to accept the advice or recommendations or not I was reading something about how um Sometimes people can steal our ideas, but they really can't steal the juice. They can't steal the magic. And that really stands out to me because it happens a lot where you have this really great idea and someone else knows it's great and they take it and they're like, man, let me tell you about this, what I came up with. But then the 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 wild part is they can't execute or deliver on what you can because it's the magic that you have it's not the magic that they have they don't possess it they're just trying to steal what you got they're trying to steal your shine and your juice so you just don't have it (laughs) um so just kind of being able to understand that people are going to see the gift that you have or the magic that you have they're going to try to pass it off as their own but what I like to do is just kind of say okay I know I know what I'm talking about. I have people that support 
you know, what I believe and what I know and that I've invested in being an expert in this space. So I'm totally going to try to be unbothered by your attempt to take ownership of what I created or produced and understand that you can't do what I do and you're not going to be able to do what I do. Period. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... It's really important to have a tribe and I really encourage everyone out there to make sure that you get yours, find your people, connect with them. I think social media is really good for that. Whatever space you're in, I'm sure you can find a way to meet up or sync up with people like you that do what you do, that can speak life into you, that can understand, they can listen, they can commiserate and celebrate and support who you are, what you do, whatever that means for you as an individual. And again, I'm so grateful that you're listening. And man, I've been having such a great time podcasting for the last few months. And I have some really cool stuff coming up in 2020 for the Unshrew show. I um, just got my blog relaunched so I've been transcribing a lot of the posts and posting where you can listen there so if you found me via that thank you if you found me via iTunes or Podbean where I host my podcast thank you thank you so much for listening I really appreciate it and I have some big audacious goals for this show in 2020 so I hope you're along for the ride and Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Great Dana J. And you can like my Facebook page at The Great Dana J as well. We'll catch you guys when I'm back in Atlanta and can't wait to connect again. Bye.